This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Blessed morning to our Otago Access Radio listeners. My name is Father Freddy Permentilia from St. Joseph Cathedral Parish in Dunedin. Once again, join me this morning to feed our souls, our life, with the inspiration from the Word of God. Let us put ourselves in the most holy presence of our God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Now, let us ask God's mercy first. Lord Jesus, you were sent to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you came 
to forgive sinners. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honor you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us hear from the Word of God. First reading is taken from the book of the prophet Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 4 to 5, 17 to 19. The Lord tells Jeremiah that his message will be opposed by those who are not open to the ways of God. But the Lord stands by his prophets. The mission of Jeremiah prefigures that Jesus of Nazareth. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I dedicated you a prophet to the nations I appointed you. But do you gird your loins? Stand up and tell them all that I command you. Be not crushed on their account, as though I would leave you crushed before them. For it is I this day who have made you a forfeited city, a pillar of iron, a wall of brass against the whole land, against Judah's king and princes, against its priests and people. They will fight against you, but no prevail over you, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
protecting me from death, giving me from love. Oh Lord, I know you are near. Second reading is taken from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, chapter 12, verses 31 to 13, 13. In his famous hymn to love, Paul tells us what Christian love entails and why it is something for which we should all aspire. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, strive eagerly for the greatest spiritual gifts, but I shall show you a still more 
excellent way. If I speak in human and angelic tongues, but do not have love, I am a resounding gong or a clashing cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and comprehend all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have all faith so as to move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away everything I own, and if I hand my body over so that it may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient. Love is kind. It is not jealous. It is not pompous. It is not inflated. It is not rude. It does not seek its own interests. It is not quick-tempered. It does not broad over injury. It does not rejoice over wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. If there are prophecies, they will be brought to nothing. If tongues, they will cease. If knowledge, it will be brought to nothing. For we know partially and we prophesy partially. But when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. When I was a child, I used to talk as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I put aside childish things. At present, we see indistinctly as in a mirror, but then face to face. At present, I know partially then I shall know fully. So I am fully known. So faith, hope, love remain. These three, but the greatest of this is love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. The Lord sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor, to proclaim liberty to captives. Alleluia, Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Chapter 4, verses 21 to 30. Jesus began speaking in the synagogue, saying, Today, this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. So they asked, 
Isn't this the son of Joseph? He said to them, Surely you will quote me with proverb, Decision, cure yourself, and say, Do here in your native place the things we have heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah when the sky were closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of this that Elijah was sent, but only to a widow of Sedephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elijah the prophet, yet no one of them were cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the broad of the hill on which their town had been built, to hurl him down headlong. But Jesus passed through the maids of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. For our reflection, our team is rooted in God's Word. The Word of God and the value of human life are important, especially in relation to the family. Church's teaching on the value of human life as a seamless garment, encompassing the whole spectrum of existence from cradle to grave. Hence, value formation at home is of great concern. Since nothing can be better guide than Scripture itself, giving importance to the value of the Word of God in rearing the family is a must. Even as family is beset by countless struggles, the prophet Jeremiah in our first reading assures us that God will grant us victory because God knows us in our mother's womb. The psalmist invites us to put our trust totally in the Lord. Indeed, during the marriage rite, couples are enjoined to put God always at the center of their relationship, so that there's a strong pillar to lean on when the going gets tough. More so, the couple's love for each other must be based on God's love. 
that is always selfless, while human love, if not rooted in the Lord, tends to be selfish. The Apostle Paul in his first letter to the Corinthians that we heard from our second reading speaks of the encompassing power of love which if people adhere to it may eventually become the daily guide for the family. After the victory of Jesus over the devil who tempted him several times. He returns to his native Nazareth. The people have heard of the extraordinary miracles Jesus have done in Capernaum. And they hope that Jesus would do the same in his native give place. Instead, Jesus seemingly antagonizes the people by calling, recalling two stories from the Hebrew Scriptures, highlighting God's mercy, not to the Israelite people, but to the widow at Seraphat in Sidon and to Naaman the Syrian. This is an insult to the people who have an immediate change of heart from awe and amazement to anger. They do not expect Jesus to provoke them. They await favorable words from Him and miracles for, for, performed for them. What could be the reason for the behavior of Jesus who even uses scriptures as his point of departure? Jesus is not only the bearer of the good news for the poor, the oppressed, the prisoners, and the blind. Jesus is the good news himself. Yes, Jesus means to change the perception of people about him from simply the son of Joseph, their neighbor, to the fulfillment of the divine promises spoken by Isaiah in chapter 61, verse 1 to 2. As the people want to do away with him, Jesus walks amid the crowds and goes away, showing the saving power of God before overwhelming adversities, especially for those who believe. Prayer of the Faithful We now ask our Heavenly Father for a discerning heart so that we may do His will in the challenges we meet each day. Let us pray that the freeing power of Christ may bring healing and new life to the world. Let us humbly pray. For our church leaders, may they always stand up for the values of the gospel 
and never be dismayed or discouraged by opposition or lack of response. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, listen to our prayer. For those who wish to serve our country, may they dedicate their lives to protect and promote the dignity of life. May they also be example of upright living and zealous service. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, listen to our prayer. For the end of the pandemic, may the Lord restore the sick to health, comfort the lonely, the elderly, and relieve the pain of those who suffer physically and emotionally. We pray to the Lord. Lord, listen to our prayer. Let us also pray and continue to pray for our people of Tong the people of Tonga and all their families and friends who live in New Zealand. We pray for those who have died, rest in peace, and we remember others who have been injured and who have lost everything. May our love and support radiate out to those affected by this terrible event and their strong faith give them strength and hope for the future. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, listen to our prayer. Loving Father, you love us and protect us always. Hear our prayers and make us your prophets to sow the good seed in your love everywhere we go. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And now let us pray together the, pray, the prayer that our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Be gracious to your people, O Lord, and do not withhold consolation on earth from those you call to strive for heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Amen. Thank you very much.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.